When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. Johnny Logan, along with me is the Rat Boy. Rat Boy, what's up? Hey, you know, it's Survivor Series this weekend. You know, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. You know, it's Gobble Gobble Week. I can't believe it. I hear you. Also along with us has been the nephew of the living legend, Nikita Koloff. Eddie Koloff is joining us. Eddie, what's going on? What's going on? The host with the most. Eddie Koloff, live and on the air, straight at you on the VOC Nation. And uh, we have uh, – we actually have a caller on the line already. Uh, go ahead, caller. Well, hello, everybody. Um, now, I think the only one that really probably knows who I am is Rat Boy. But my, yeah. my, real, na- my real name is Lori Burt, but my – Alter ego, as you might say, because I'm a very huge wrestling fan. I go by the name of Granny Holster. I don't like the bad guys at wrestling shows. I holler at the the bad guys at wrestling shows. No, I don't like the bad guys. I don't like the heels. I do not like the heels. They tell me this. If you don't like the heels, then uh, you're you're on the wrong podcast. I'll tell you that right now because I'm a jerk off. Well, that's all right. Well, you know, I wanted to call and listen to this and just see what it was like because, you know, Rat Boy knows what's been going on with my situation. You know, um, 
tomorrow's Thanksgiving, and unfortunately, my Thanksgiving is not going to be a very happy one. My husband is actually back in the hospital again, Rat Boy, back in Oklahoma. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not going to I'm not going to take up time because this is your old podcast. But so tomorrow, my Thanksgiving is not going to be very happy. But I wanted to just listen to your old podcast and just. Say hello because I am such a huge wrestling fan. So I love the sport. I have been a wrestling fan for a very, very long time. Did you hear that, guys? Sport of wrestling, not sports entertainment. I love wrestling. We're going to get into some news right now. Well, I'm going to get some of the yucky news out of the way. Um, So there's been some reports. uh, As everybody knows, the Bella twins whatever you want to call them, they uh joining us right now is our one of our other hosts on the show, Mr. Hollywood. Mike Dalton, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? Just catching up on some news and stuff from the wrestling world. And uh, just want to say hello to everybody and happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Word up, gobble, gobble. So uh, let me get right back into it. Um, the Bellas uh, are not liking – the way things are going in the WWE where they have to constantly ask permission to do things and go places and ask for time off. And so they're getting a little tired of that. Um, it's digging into their personal lives uh, with their side businesses that they have that they hustle. They keep uh, money in their pocket, I'm assuming, uh, when I guess when they're all done wrestling and they want to be released. So we'll see where that goes. Um, also, uh, Ronda Rousey supposed to be the baddest woman on the planet, but we all know she got uh, she got beat for her UFC title. So that I think that title is baddest woman on the planet got taken away. Uh, she gets signed by Tony Khan for their smaller company, Ring of Honor. Uh, I don't know what anybody thinks about that. Uh, I mean, not that it would really matter. Uh, you know, I don't know if she's going to make a huge difference in, in the woman's roster, the Ring of Honor. Um, I mean, if you guys have any input on it, you want to put some input on it, you can. Um, also, John Cena out on a second surgery. Um I guess we'll see how it goes. Um, I know rumor was that he was supposed to be inducted this year into the WWE Hall of Fame. And in case none of you knew, John Cena is also in the Guinness Book of World Records. Did you guys know that? Yep. He's in the Guinness Book of World Records for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. That's, uh, that's, I knew that's that because from. you told me earlier about that. that. That's a statement. That's a statement. Right there. Um, let's see. Terry uh, Bollea, uh, known in the wrestling world as Hulk Hogan, his son Nick, once again gets arrested for a DUI mm-hmm. as crippling another man, a very dear friend of his, wasn't enough. You know, I, I thought like they took his license away permanently. I, I don't know if, it, if that's true or not, but. Uh, I think it kind of sucks. 
the poor kid's paralyzed for the rest of his life. I don't know what kind of time the dude served or whatever because his dad's Hulk Hogan. You know how that could be, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Probably a slap on the wrist, unfortunately. I, I wouldn't doubt it, you know. Like I was saying last week, that's probably what they're going to give Sonny. She's probably going to go with a straight 10, get out on good behavior, and, and one up on house arrest. But you know what I say. Some people just never learn their lessons. You know what I say about people drink and drive and cause accidents, right? Fix my mouth, freaking ashy ass balls. Fuck him. (laughs) That's bottom line right there, dude. That's what I have to say. Yeah. Um. I don't know what you guys, you know, uh, think of. Poor old Nick having to go to jail, but again, you know who really gives a shit? I don't drop the security. Oh, get man. Free. That, the mean, that mean when I was if down, like, I'm at a jailbird. Oh man. Listen, my thing is, if you're gonna drink and drive, you know what that makes you? Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. Very true. Very true. I got some other news when you're done. Go for it. I just was on YouTube watching that baby boy Smith just had surgery done because he had an infection and he uh, ended up having diverticulosis. So he had to have an inch cut off of his his colon. Yeah, baby boy Smith Jr. And he had surgery done. Yeah. Yeah, Harry Smith just had surgery done, so... He's going to be out for a little while. So, yeah, diverticulitis isn't a very good thing. Let me tell you, it's not. There's a no. Uh, there's a lot that like right now. Like for instance, uh, everybody thought the um, the Ray Mysterio leg injury was was storyline. It's actually mm-hmm. legit. True. And um, they're, they're talking about Ray's days are numbered right now because of that injury. This may be like he he may be done, he may be done. Mm-mm-mm. John, if I may, uh, speak of someone that's yeah, never learned their lesson yet is a uh, another DUI and drug case of uh, Buff Bagwell. Another oh, guy yeah, that's not dude. learning his lesson. Mm-hmm. He gets pulled over for a DUI, and then when the officers look in the car, all kinds of fucking drug paraphernalia. Was inside Driving the vehicle. Fucked up in Georgia. You know, like, all this time this man's been clean. Suddenly it's like, you know, it's like Nick. You know, fucking, you just you, wow. you go right back the way you were. Right, and he was working with DDP too. And yeah. that all went. That all went a while. Fucked up. Again, dude. Again, I have to say. Gummy. Yeah. Yeah. Over and over again. I'll, I'll keep saying it. You know what I'm saying? Dummy! Yeah! Yeah! I don't understand Aww. people. I really don't understand it, man. Like, uh, It's like you have all this stuff going for yourself. You're given a second chance, and and you you throw that second chance right down the drain. You flushed it down the toilet. It, or as you know, you want to kill you. That's their business. But you can get an Uber. You can get a cab. You can, you know, get a ride. You, you don't have to drive all fucked up and put people's lives in danger. 
out there. You don't do not have to drive. You're absolutely right. You don't have to you don't have to get in that, that vehicle. You can leave that vehicle there. Or call a friend that's sober and say, Hey, you know, I'm too messed up to 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 drive. Can you come pick me up or do you think you can come here and drive me in my car or drive me home? You know, they can't do that. They can get they can get a lift, an Uber, cab. Yeah, yeah. Right. Go back to right. the car the next day. It's a shame, dude. It really is. It's a shame. It's a damn shame. Just thank God he didn't kill anybody. Oh man, could you imagine? I mean, did did he did did Nick did he serve time? For when he uh, I think some I think some time, but not a lot. Well, again, you know, look who his dad is. It's like you don't hear any out of the Balea family for a long time or, or the Hogan family, whatever you want to call them, and suddenly, boom, you know, all these DUIs are coming up. Sonny, Buff Bagwell. I got, I got an update on Sonny. I got an update. I got an update. This Monday, okay. this Monday, November 27th, 9 a.m., broadcast, okay, on News 4 Jacks, the, 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 the sentence of Sonny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was going to talk about that in a couple of minutes, but yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, she's looking at 25 to life. Or yep. I think her lawyer, uh, from what rumor, I don't know if it's true, her lawyer is trying to make a deal to where she serves a straight 10 years and then uh, comes out on some type of good behavior. And uh, she has to be on what's called a strict house arrest. Like, for instance, if she wants to go out and get groceries, she has to call her parole officer to get permission so they can monitor where she's at. So I mean, you know, wow, wow. Mm. Wow. There's yeah. a lot of news going on right now, but go ahead. For anybody yep. that's out there, if uh, you guys want to call in, the number is 914-338-1885. Again, 914-338-1885. Um, <clears throat> later on, um, we're going to be doing the uh, – the surprised, uh, surprised friggin' for a raffle in, in the, the trivia tournament. Um, Mike Ooh, Dalton gets yeah. to wait, wait for the win. Mike Dalton gets to sit back and wait for the win. Yep. So uh, I don't know if I should reveal who it is. No, not yet. I want to be surprised in a second half. Stop being a pussy. Don't be a pussy, rap boy. Be a fucking man and belly up to the bar. I am the man, oh, you know? Well, then act like one then. I am. Gentlemen. Okay? Gentlemen. I can wait. 
We can wait for our shenanigans till we get to the. Wiggle, 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 wait. All right. Let's let's take it. Right now, we're giving we're giving news and our views on what's yeah. going on. Um, okay, okay, I, I got something. What? PWI okay. just leaked everything out today. The uh, top <laughs> number one tag team of PWI <laughs> Excuse me. is the Usos. Right behind them how, is uh, how, FTR. How is the number one tag team the Usos when they're not? They're not even. T- they're on different brands. <laughs> I know, but they're, they're saying that back in 2022, they're just leaking everything FTR out. FTR number one. This is why. FTR. Yeah, FTR. Eddie Colo, did one. you make it the number one? Did you make it the uh, number one on PWI, Eddie Colo? Eddie Colo made it to the number one. But you, you're the on number, number one, right? Ain't you on PWI? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't checked it out. He's in the tag team. Not, not, not single. Rap Boy is but number one. As far as the tag team, Jeff TR should be number one. Because the U-Shows are broken up. I made, I, I made uh, PWI in uh, 1998. That was back in the Stone Ages we're talking about now. Yeah, I know. Well, let's talk about the date stuff. We're not worried about the Stone Ages. Let's do the now. Like, you know, uh, I just got some news. Again, Tessa Blanchard has been burning bridges wherever she's going. Conan shot all over, says she's disrespectful, and they don't want her back. What do you guys think about that? Hmm. Oh, she's a good crazy. talent, but if she's a problem in the locker room, then it's not going to work out. No, because they've been saying she's cocky, disrespectful, stuff like that. I'm like, wow. Well, hey, you know what? It's called getting a swollen head after getting a huge push. To be the first female to hold the Impact slash TNA men's championship. Yeah. You know, like something I something I really enjoyed uh, this past week on uh, Impact Wrestling was Trinity defending the women's title against a man in uh, Sunny mm-hmm. Sunny Kiss. Uh, both have a lot yeah. of respect for each other, and there was handshake before and hugs after. And I really enjoyed yeah. it. It, it was a, it was a good wrestling match. You know, it was like a move for move, hold for hold, and you don't get to see that often. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Time people start bringing back some wrestling. You know, like yeah, WWE, like been the same fucking storyline for the last three or four years. Even fucking uh, NXT's getting boring. The only thing that's really exciting about NXT, they brought Baron Corbin in there. Yep. You know? And the range went down. So the last time uh, Baron Corbin got a push was King of the Ring. Yep. You know, me yep. and Rapway were having this conversation uh, on, on the phone and on Messenger. I don't know if you guys missed it, but I know I do, man. The way we grew up watching WWF, the original oh, I like Survivors. It. I loved it. I loved it. The eight-man tag team match. I loved it. Yeah, the eliminations. Mm-hmm. Not no elimination chambers, none of that stuff. They had Survivor That's Series and on Thanksgiving. 
I think every Thanksgiving they had it. Yeah. I think that yeah. they I think that they should have war games as a separate pay per view. I mean so the great American match that belongs that did belong to the NWA. The old French. Yeah. Now the old war games now you're talking to me, I grew up watching this stuff, like when I was a teenager, like you know, when you had the Royal Rumble, you had four on four. You didn't have a war games. You just had the Survivor Series. And yeah, then the yeah, war games yeah, yeah. would be a separate entity. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah. right. I agree. Yeah. I think they should have gave the war games name to NXT. Yeah. Yes, yeah, NXT started it. The bigger names on the, on the main brands. Well, War Games was originally evolutionized by Dusty Rhodes for WCW. Let's yeah, be, well, be real. NWA, it was it NWA, was, WCW. Yeah. Yeah, the Crockett, the Crockett's. Yep. Pretty yeah. much. And uh, I got That's news for everybody. Tonight's trivia is going to actually be based on old school wrestling. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. We're talking about wrestling. Yeah, oh, not wrestling. F I N wrestling. That's correct. We're gonna sir. bring we're, we're gonna take it you back. Keep your wrestling in the headlock. It's gonna be ten questions per person, and whoever gets the most gets to move on. Um, the surprise for Rat Boy tonight. Uh, whoever wins gets to come on. I mean, we could do it tonight, or uh, you guys can wait a week for the finals. Or Mike let's Dalton do it tonight, man. Well, let's do it tonight, Mike man. Wants to be, he wants, Mike Dalton said he wants to be the champion. I'm frothing <laughs> at the mouth right now because you just but said my, fa- my favorite word. Uh, Mike Dalton and the late but great, true and one and only guru of pro wrestling, our Big Jim, who we miss dearly. Uh, yep. Mike Dalton and him were very dear friends outside of this podcast. On the wall, all three of them. Uh, yeah. Big Jim was one of the main reasons that this podcast stayed around as long as it did. I mean, that man, yeah. knows, he knew everything there is, was, and how women's wrestling started and, you know, how it came yeah. about. Uh, he pulled in so many guests. Like, uh, b- before she got signed, uh, he pulled in Nyla Rose. Yeah. Um, oh my God, Susan Green, Legend. Baby Doll. Uh, yeah, he do. He he brought in uh, Baby Doll. I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys remember her, the Perfect Ten. Maddie, Yo, John. About uh, like Dusty Rhodes, Tully Blanchard, rolled with the Four Horsemen. Ivan Koloff. Yeah, dude. I mean. Hey, hey, don't Sam talk Houston. about him. You know how he feels about that. Yeah. I think you better calm down before you make Eddie Koloff angry. He might have to no, give you the right we had Ivan Koloff. We, we had Ivan Koloff on top rope radio. Oh, yeah, we, we've had Ivan Koloff on top rope radio because of Big Jim. You know, I remember yeah. when Big Jim said to him, oh, we're only asking for about 15, 20 minutes of your time. That man stayed on the entire two hours. Yes, he did. I remember that. Mm, yep. Nicest Bonus guy. Nicest great interview. Great interview. Bonus, I, the ATG network. I would go into that, look for that in the archives, and release it to the VOC. I really would because I mean that—that's our stuff. That's our audio. 
we own it. If I still had the passwords to it, I would actually go in there and take it. And I would send John, it over to the VOC let everybody hear it. John, what was that? Remember that time that, that lady wrestler came on and she was acting like a total C-U-N-T toward Jim? What was her name? And you don't know how to be professional. This, that, oh, uh, Remember that one? Oh, uh, 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 what the hell was her name? I actually just saw the meme that Jim made of her. Oh, I forget her name. I remember, yeah, she came on and she's none of you are professional oh. to hell with she didn't even stay on for three seconds. She hung up. She said she Jim was very Jim didn't even get to ask one question. What was her name? She was in USWA for a while. She was friends she with was, Chris uh, Adams. Wrestled. She actually wrestled for the NWA women's championship. She lost it. Oh, what was her I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to look it up. I know we have uh, we do have a photo of her, like we always do. Was it um, Simone? Anyway, was it... Simone? Some, something like that. I think that was the last. I forgot. Simone, something. I have to look her up on my own YouTube. I, I, I gotta look it up. Anybody that wants to see any of our, our past guests, just look up my uh, my real name, uh, John Linder Jr. on Facebook. You go to all the Top Rope Radio and Top Rope TV stuff, and you'll see – if you go to Top Rope Radio, and you'll see all the guests that we've ever had, and it's a lot, hundreds and hundreds. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we go back a long way, Top Rope Radio. So oh, um, yeah. let's get back. I mean, we're, we're going way into the past, but we're, we're talking about Survivor Series. Um Yeah. I miss I missed it, the four on fours elimination style. Um, I, like I, I miss wrestling, dude. What what happened to it? Like I know wrestling changes it, every day, and it does. It went out the window. It went out the window. I mean, out now. You can feel it at the door. You know, it, it's not yeah, Survivor Series no more. Yeah, WWE's had the same shit storylines for like three or four years now. Um, I, I'm getting tired of I'm getting tired of spot monkeys. You and me I both. really am. Tired of the spot monkeys. There's no need to be a spot monkey, dude. No need for it. And you know, back in the day when we were growing up, the super kick was a finishing move. So you know, Jack, thank Jack, you very much. Gentleman Chris Adams. Hollywood John Tatum. Yep. Man Shawn of a Michaels. thousand faces. Shawn Michaels. Yeah, Shawn Michaels. There's too much leg slapping when they when they do it now. They slap their legs. <laughs> Savannah Jack Gentleman and them didn't do that. Gentleman Chris Adams, Savannah Jack and John Tatum were the only ones that never I never seen them slap their legs. Nope. And it wasn't even called the super kick. Back then it was called the Savat kick. Savat kick, yep. This is true. Dude, like wrestling today is fucking it's 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 a lot of people. When when you you take away the sport when you take away the sport and it's more theatrical, that's what happens. You gotta make it's gotta be Walk back to a sport. Would weights treated as a sport? 
there wasn't Vince enough. McMahon. There wasn't enough matches on the NWA. There wasn't enough matches. But what they did was is they sent those guys out there to cut a promo to have that storyline for the fans to really get into it. And they did. Like, it was so, not like a soap opera, but, like, the fans, like, the heels, the fans hated them. You know, and then yeah. when a, a big giant face comes out, like, like, like Dusty Rhodes, it, they, they feel it, like, especially when he cut that Hard Times promo. Oh, man, you know, the best. His hand from from at home, put their hands up on the television and touch his hand. I bet you my hands reaching out to your hand. That's right. I bet you people were touching their television screen. Because I'll tell you what, man, I had one of them wooden floor models back in the eighties. No, no one can steal that television. Good luck with that. Those things were heavy. That would be like an infant trying to body slam on giant. Or Big John Studs for fifteen thousand. <laughs> Just remember back in the day when it was like exciting to watch wrestling on a Saturday morning or a Saturday or a Saturday yeah. night. Whatever happened to that? Yeah, yeah, dude, it's nuts. Like, remember when? Uh, uh, what was that movie, man? I have such what, a what, bad memory. One? What with Hulk Hogan? Hogan, Zeus, no, no holds barred. All right, now back then, you see how when they made that movie and they brought Zeus to the WWE, they fed off that movie so the fans would believe it. You know, and it was crazy. People loved it back then. WWE or WWF, it was believable. And now, anything you know, but. Yeah, anything but. For instance, uh, you have that group, the ladies group uh, in the WWE, Damage Control. Yes. Everybody knows Bailey's on her way out the door with Damage Control. Yeah. They're going to turn on her. You know, so, I yep. mean, the coach die, and then they're going to have. Asuka. Asuka. That's how they pronounce Asuka. it. Asuka. Asuka. Yeah. Ioskai. Then there's Dakota Kai. Yeah. All all of them are going to be are going to turn their backs. Carrie on Zane. Bailey. You know, Carrie Zane. They're, they're, yeah, it's going to be. You know, basically, if you know they talk Japanese, they'll probably have Dakota Kai be the translator because she can speak Japanese. Until Dakota Kai, until her leg is healed. And Bailey will do a face turn. Maybe, you know what? Maybe, maybe <clears throat> this could happen. Bailey gets together with Charlotte, Becky Lynch, and maybe bring back, uh, I know they're in talks with her. Um, oh, what the hell was her name? See, she's been gone for so long. I forget the Sasha Banks. Yeah, Sasha Banks. Bring her back. Then you have the four horsewomen. Huh. Versus damage versus damage control. That would be one hell of a war games match. In my eyes anyway. 
I don't know about you guys, but in my in my eyes, I think it would, I think it would well, be a it, great it, idea. It might happen. It might happen at Survivor Series. You know, those Japanese people might just turn on uh, Bailey real quick. They probably will. They got to start setting things up for WrestleMania. Yep. That's one thing, you know, right there. Mm-mm-mm. You know, you guys are talking about old school wrestling. Um, I don't, I don't know if I told you guys before, but I had a long discussion with Flamboy and Eric Embry, and he said wrestling is not the same anymore, and he's disgusted with it. And I told him I felt the same way. He said there's too many spot monkeys. He said what they need to do is have somebody that knows old school and bring it back to the screen because he doesn't even watch wrestling anymore. He's just that disgusted with his words. So. Hello? You know, if I may, just give a little example of, like, Spot Monkeys. It was on this indie show. I'm not going to say what, what one it was. I'm not going to say who these two kids were. But they were going on for five minutes, okay? Two young greenhorns. And they're talking mm-hmm. about their match for three hours, a five-minute match. So all I said to them was, I said, hey, guys, you don't need to talk about a five-minute match for three hours. You just keep it old-school, basic. And you'll get over way better than trying to do all these quick 30-second spots and high-flying moves. Right. And they looked at me. They looked at me like I was talking a foreign language. Yeah, I think it's well, training some, a lot these days too. What they need to do is open a school that specializes in old-school wrestling, not Spot Monkey 101. I'm not sorry I you said it, but it's the truth. I mean, they were nice kids. Have. You know, they were nice kids and all, but they just, yeah. they wanted to get 100 moves in in two minutes. You don't need to do that. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. So you don't need to get all your shit in Take your in, time in one minute. and do the moves. You know, waste your time out. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, you know, when you're in a locker room, you just discuss your spots, not your spot monkey spots, but what you're going to do. Right, right. Get yourself a hold on, Rat Boy. Hold Rat Boy, Rat Boy, shush for a minute. Rat Boy, be quiet for a second. I'm trying to say something. One at a time. One at a time. What I'm saying is, like, when I'm in a locker room, all I see is, you know, like, when I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, we go, what's going to happen? We go off, we go to the ring, get our shit off in the ring and then go back. It's not no spot monkey this, spot monkey that. You do your spots, you get the crowd to pop or boo, and then we go back. That's it. John will agree with me. He knows what I'm talking about. Because I've managed him for many years, and he knows exactly what I'm talking about. Right, John? I hear you, dude. Yeah. I mean, everybody should know what you're talking about if they if they wrestling. You know, and, I mean, this is like when I, 2017, you didn't have a lot of people doing spots. They just did what they had to do to get over with the crowd, and that was it. But, like, now wrestling has changed where all these guys want to do, like, puff their heads up and do all these spots just to get over when it's really unnecessary. And, and I agree with what Eddie was saying. 
when there's a big spot, a big move, it should mean something. Yeah. Most of this shit don't mean anything. When they're doing all, all these high spots and flips and, you know, it, it, it it's pretty to look at, but it, it doesn't mean nothing. Yeah, it's a, it's an, as Dusty Rhodes once said, it's an explosion of true emotions. And all you're doing is you're doing that. At the same time, you get thing. their emotions. Oh, wait. Uh, Take a quote from the uh, great uh, Gordon Soli. It's a game of human chess. Yeah. You know, it's like you draw the fans in, you get their emotions up, you know, and you did your job for the night. Dusty Rhodes had said that, though, in a promo. He didn't say nothing about spots or anything. He said, you're just drawing the fans in on pure emotion. You know, and I think wrestling has lost sight of that. You know, because I was watching an old video... Can I, I share a story with you? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get this out before I forget. So, like, I'm watching an old video clip where Dusty was in a locker room with Barry Windham. They came out and fought each other for a while. They did no spots. They beat the crap out of each other. The wrestlers gathered around, broke it up, and they went at each other again. And then they went back in the locker room, and the fans were loving it. That's the kind of wrestling I miss. You know, like, that's the kind of wrestling they need to bring back to get the fans off their seats without doing any spots. That's where I'm going with that. But go ahead. Well, I was going to share a story with you all that Ron Simmons personally shared with me one time when I met him at an autograph signing. And um, he told me, he says, Granny, he says, you are like that true fan that we don't see anymore like we used to see back in the day. And he says, I'm giving you a compliment on that because he says, you're, you know, he says, you are a true, you know, true wrestling fan. And um, I had the opportunity to pick up Ron Simmons and Bobby Fulton at the airport in Arkansas where I live and take them to a show that they made an appearance at in Arkansas for Down South Championship Wrestling back in, uh, July of this year and he says you know Granny he says Dusty Rhodes would have absolutely loved you he said I could just see you walk into the ring with Dusty Rhodes and I consider that a compliment because I mean I've met a lot of big name wrestlers over the years at different events and everything and I do I love my wrestling I absolutely love it there was a company that ran in Arkansas called traditional championship wrestling that ran until 2013 and I had the opportunity to get to know beautiful Bobby Eaton through that company you know before he passed yeah Bobby was an awesome guy I love Bobby Eaton and I remember at a a, a show that I went to in Harrison, Arkansas. It was called Mid States Wrestling. They did a lot of legend shows, and mm. his booking agent Brian Thompson was there, and he's like, "Brainy, what are you doing here?" And I said, "Shut up, Brian." I said, "I came to see Bobby. I didn't come to see you." And Bobby came to my defense. He says, "Yeah, Brian, leave Brainy alone before I have to hurt you." <laughs> <laughs> I've got some pretty good stories I could share with you guys from over the years. I remember one time Cowboy Bob Orton was there and he literally stopped in the middle of the match and he stood there and he put his 
hands on his hips, and he stomped his foot, and he started shaking his finger at me. He says, Granny, I thought we were friends. I said, we are. He says, then why are you booing me? I said, because you're not being a very nice guy right now, Bob. Mm. I've had dinner with people uh, like Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, Tommy Dreamer. I mean, I'm friends with Ricky and Robert. I got a picture of me wearing Robert Gibson's WWE Hall of Fame ring, and I didn't even ask if I could wear it. He just put it on my finger for the picture, and I thought that was pretty awesome. Wow, I remember. that's pretty cool. When, when I, I think of Arkansas, I think it, I think of one good, well, I think a great performer, Sid Vicious, West Memphis, West Memphis, Arkansas. Memphis, Arkansas. Yep. West Memphis. I remember uh, we were uh, got we got booked for an event in uh, out in West Virginia for Championship Pro Wrestling, and uh, the Nature Boy Buddy Landell was on the event. Everybody knows what happens after a show. Mm-hmm. Go out drinking, and in, in the industry, you know, there's the girls around. You know, the wrestlers call them rats. Everybody knows it. Yep. Yep. And uh, there was this one girl sitting up at the bar, and we were trying to tell Buddy that she's not a rat. She's at the bar. She's she's drinking. She's chilling. Dude, just goes right up to her. And he goes, excuse me, ma'am, I'd like to trade you a blowjob for a Percocet. I was like, oh, fuck. We had to get him out of there. He was so wasted. So wasted. I mean, just imagine mm-hmm. that. You just go up to an attractive woman, I'll trade you a blowjob for a Percocet. Come on now. Jeez. John, we could uh, we could we could we could take up the whole time on a show and talk about stories, <laughs> off camera yeah, stories about this that. It's just, oh god, I got a ton of them. Too many to go into. Greatest guys I, I ever met. Uh, Mike Dalton was actually my, my manager at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. Me and my old partner Jackson we were getting ready to to. Uh, I think we were going to defend or become the number one contenders for the AWA MCW tag team titles. You were just uh, Christopher Daniels was on the event. Yep. Complete, yep. complete gentleman, dude. Complete, complete gentleman. Yes. Like, you know, you go up to him, you, we introduced ourselves, and we just, we bullshitted. We, we you know, we were shooting the shit, and yep. we, we asked questions. Every, every question we asked, he didn't mind. We were like, hey, man, if we're just rambling on, he was like, no, dude. I'm enjoying this conversation. He's like, whatever information I can share with you guys. Hell of a he even nice guy. Very down to earth. He even <laughs> liked our finisher. Hey. I like he even opened too. the door for us. Yeah, yeah right. He even opened. Wow, I was shocked. No, when we came into the building, he opened the door, was, and it was like Christopher Daniels. I was like, there was a certain current Ring of Honor television champion on on an MCW show. He goes to the promoter mm-hmm. and says, "Tell all your guys, do not come near me." Oh, that prick! Nobody's on nobody, my, my uh, loud. Nobody, yeah, talk to him. He nobody didn't want nobody to talk me. to him. We weren't good enough. He was there to get paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then he had the. Uh, Dacity talked to me and my bodyguard at the time after they said that. I was like, 
whatever. Go ahead, John. Sorry, I just had to get that out. No, man, I mean, you know, I mean, we're sitting here, we're shooting the shit. Um, I mean, there really isn't a lot of news out there. I'm even searching the internet right now, and there really is nothing out there. Except for the DUIs and people going to court. And... Mm-hmm. Hmm. DUIs, yeah. Let me shoot. What do I got here? I got YouTube on. I mean, looking at some old Dusty Rhodes promos. I mean, you know, man, they get me hyped every time. But there we go. Wrestling news. Oh, well, MJF's out for a while. He's not going to be wrestling because he's he uh, yeah, dislocated he, his hip. I wonder, I wonder what they're going to do huh? with the title. If he's going to be that long. Well, he's coming back in December of, of uh, this year, I think. It's cool. Oh, God, they just had it. Hold on. Give me a minute. I have it right here. Because he got his hip injured at the uh, pay-per-view, the match he did with Jay White. Just located his hip. So he's going to get, I guess he's going to have surgery done to his leg and recuperate for about a month. Yeah. And it looked pretty big because I was watching the media scrum, and he was literally in tears. Talking about his hip, and he came with like a makeshift uh, metal cane, and like he, he's going to be out for a while. And his hip did look pretty bad, but he'll be back for the yeah. one in December. Some yeah. more AEW news. Uh, AEW just signed Will Osprey. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah, we'll yeah. see how that goes. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, you guys want to break into some trivia? Do it, man. I'm thirsty. Uh oh. Um, Rap Boy. Oh, yeah. who's this? Wait a minute. We, we're gonna have a caller. Uh, caller, you're okay. live on Top Rope. Go ahead. Oh my God. Hi, my name is Roxy. I wanted to yeah. say that I'm a big fan of uh, of my trash Johnny Logan. And oh. I'm glad you all brought back the podcast. Uh-huh. I enjoy what well, you all well, were talking about tonight of um, old school wrestling. Yeah? I, I feel like it's nothing's better than old school wrestling because it was just more popping than nowadays. Well, that's true. Uh, what, what makes you a fan of Johnny Logan? <laughs> um... Just his moves. His moves? Yeah. Um, does, he, does he have some? Yeah, I, I like when he shits talks the crowd sometimes. Oh, you like that? <laughs> yeah. What What is that? Wow. Oh, the purr's starting to come out of me, you guys. <laughs> oh. Okay. That's that. That's interesting that someone will call. This is like the second week in a row that someone's called in and said that they're fans of me. Um, anybody got any objections? No, I got no, no problem no, with it, no. man. I'm, I'm just my... hanging in. I mean, uh, uh, this, who, 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 who she say her I'm name cool. I'm cool. I'm putting myself on mute because I want to listen. Roxy. Why does yeah. that sound familiar? Roxy. What's your, what is your last name? 
practice when to give out my first name. Oh, you yeah. just want to give out your first name? Does it sound <laughs> yeah. Your voice sounds familiar and your first name, but I bet you, like, if I knew your last name, I probably would know who you are right away. Yeah, probably. I mean, I know I'm getting pretty old. I'm getting up there in age. Well, I'm not one to talk. Michael, Mike Dalton is really old. Uh, oh, speak for yourself <laughs> there, you redhead. <laughs> um, you she does sound familiar, though. Very familiar. Does, like, oh, maybe we met oh, at maybe, maybe I should keep it a secret. Sure, I know me. I don't hope. I hope not. Rat boy, she doesn't drink with you. She's not one of your toothless little skanks. She's got class, unlike you. Uh, <laughs> you know, are you, I mean, like, um, so, so you know about the wrestling world then? A little, yeah. I've been there. I mean, it sounds familiar. Why can't I put my camera on? You have a mess. Do you do you have a boyfriend or something? Boxy. Oh, she she's not talking yet. You there? I think I think we got her, dude. I I, I think she she's prob she probably has a boyfriend that's in the wrestling <laughs> business. Yes, I'm here. Do do you, do you have somebody that do you know anybody in the wrestling business? I know a couple of people. Who you know? Who? Um, I prefer not to say right now. Oh, you could say whoever it is. You know they go do nothing. No, yeah, nobody here's gonna say. Anything. I mean, come on, quit breaking my shoes. We don't fling. We don't flinging flip flops. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's flinging flip flops. No, I need a boomerang. Uh, yeah, some boots. I mean. <laughs> I mean, I mean Mike Dole, we go back, Mike Dole, we go back way back. Yeah. And the voice sounds so familiar. She does sound very, 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 very familiar. And Roxy just it. Roxy, like, uh huh. That's an alias, the, I bet. The last name's on the tip of my tongue, but I just I can't remember. Well, it be Roxy Cotton because she doesn't use that name anymore. No. No. It, 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 Roxy it's not Aster, A S T O R. Roxy Aster. No, no, she's not from. I don't think she's from the Glow Age. No, it's not. She's um, not from the Glow Age. Roxy. See here. O X Y. Let me go to my own oh. X. Roxy Ramdet. Roxy who? What? Ramdet. So your last name is Ramjet? Mm-hmm. What is it? Roxy. Wait Roxy what? Her name is Roxy Ramjet. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold the fucking front door. The only time I ever heard... Is she related to that... I gotta look around the room. That one I... Monster guy, Ronnie Ramjet. Is, is that your is that your boyfriend or your husband, Ronnie Ramjet, the hardcore porn star? With Maybe. the one-eyed monster. 
Hold on for a second, all right? First of all, I knew who Ronnie Ramjet is. I used to manage that guy. Tell us you're not breaking you're not breaking our shoes. She's flinging flip flops and bat boomerang and boots. Whoa. Maybe I'm banging buckets. Wait a minute. Whoa! How does she She's banging the buckets, Mike Dalton. Yo. Yo, I heard she's slinging sandals, too. Slinging sandals, boomeranging boots. She's slinging the flip-flops, and she's breaking shoes. I'm telling you. Breaking them down. She just robbed the whole department store of shoes. She did. I threw them in the bag. Oh, now she got them in the bag. That means at the next restaurant show, she might be throwing all the shoes at you, Mike. Think she about might be that throwing one. them at you. God only knows you need them for them little crusty feet of yours that you walk barefoot over in Trenton. Anyway, I don't need shoes. I'm the richest man. I make a lot of money, unlike you, Mr. Fireball. Wait a minute, Roxy Ramjet? Why does this voice sound very familiar? It's got to be a friend of John's. Right, John? Man, I hope she's a... John, she's a friend of yours, ain't she? Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike what? I heard you have that scubber the geeks. I heard you got the gibbity gotch. I heard you got the gibbity gotch, you goobity gobbity gibbity gotch over here. All right. I know who this is now. I know who it is. It ain't no Roxy at all. Ain't that right, Mommy? Oh, I know who you are now. Uh huh. Possibility. Your name's not Roxy. You got to put another letter in there. X, Y, Z. What letter am I missing? Where's, where's Eddie Koloff? Rosie. Mm-hmm. I'm right here listening to all this fucking gaga goo bullshit. It's time hey, to make that love connection. Just Roxy chicken. You know what it is, Ed? Ed, Ed, you know what it is? It's a bunch of Missy guys. It's a bunch of Missy guys. She just asked Mike Dalton if he's got the Scabbard Gooch. No, but I got the Scabbard Gooch. Are the Who Would You What's It? No, I'm not oh, the who you watch it. You want to break? You want to break into some trivia, you guys? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so, Rat Boy. Yeah. Your opponent. Yeah. Has been calling me all along and said that he wants redemption because he wants to face Mike Dalton in the finals. Are you ready? Yeah. Who is it? It's not Shorty again, is it? Your opponent is no other than the nephew of Nikita Koloff. Oh, no. That's your surprise opponent. All week long, Eddie, all week long, Ratboy's been scratching his head and his balls, trying to wonder who his opponent is, and he kept trying to suck him. He's like, Johnny. Johnny, I'll cash out your Venmo you some money 
and you tell me. I said, I'm not telling you nothing. I thought it was going to be a female. Thank God. They can kick a pots and pans in the kitchen. (laughs) You, rat boy, are going to go first. Oh, boy. Okay? Yeah. All right, you're going to go first. Let's see here. At least I'm not slamming no doors or have a have a female around me, you know. All right, you're going to have 10 questions, Rat Boy. And your questions are going to be to see if you know what it takes to know the NWA National Tag Team Championship quiz. Oh, are you ready? Yeah, you ready? I guess so. Here we go. Who was the first team to be recognized as the national tag team champions? The Fabulous Freebirds, Kid DiBiase, Stan Frazier, Kevin and David Von Erich, Super Destroyer, and the Mass Superstar. I'm going to say the Fabulous Freebirds. Okay. What was the tag team name for Scott Hall and Bill Irwin? Was it the Lone Riders, the Long Riders, the West Texas Rednecks, or the Lumberjacks? I'm going to say the Lumberjacks. All right. Who was Terry Gordy's partner when they defeated Ted DiBiase and Steve Oh, let me see if I'm saying this right. Oh, Sarnowski. Was it Roddy Piper, Jimmy Snuka, Michael Hayes, or Greg Valentine? Got me a zero, Michael Hayes. All right. What duo defeated the Road Warriors for the national tag team titles? Super Destroyer and the Mass Superstar, Brad and Bob Armstrong, Buzz and Brett Sawyer, or the Fabulous Freebirds? I'm going to say the Fabulous Freebirds. Who was Mass Superstar's partner when they defeated the Road Warriors for the national tag team titles? King Kong Bundy, Ronnie Garvin, John Studd, or Jimmy Snuka? Studdy, Ronnie Garvin. Did Magnum TA ever hold the National Tag Team Championships with Big John Studd, yes or no? No. Who were the champions at the time that Vince McMahon purchased Georgia Championship Wrestling? Was it the Road Warriors, Ronnie Garvin, and Jerry Jerry Oates, the Wild Samoans, or the Fabulous Freebirds? I'm going to say the Wild Samoans for some reason. All right. In what city did Bob and Brad Armstrong defeat Mr. Fuji and Mr. Saito in the tournament final to win the national tag team titles? Was it Atlanta, Marietta, Columbus, or Augusta? Copy. Columbia. 
What was the name of the team that Tim Horner and Brad Armstrong wrestled under? The Lightning Express, the Midnight Rockers, the Rock and Roll RPMs, or the Canaan Connection? The Canaan Connections. <clears throat> I know that one. The first your final question. This is your final question. Are you ready? Yeah. Who was the last tag team to hold the NWA National Tag Team titles before they were renamed the U.S. Tag Team titles in 1986? Ole and Arn Anderson, Rip Rogers, and Ted Oates, the Road Warriors, or the Long Riders? The Road Warriors. All right, let's submit your answers here. Let's see what we got. Rapwell, you scored two out of ten. What? Oh, okay. Eddie Cole, are you ready? Let's go. All right. Your subject, sir, is going to be about the NWA World Television title. Are you ready? Let's do it. In what wrestling organization was the television title first recognized? Mid-Atlantic Television Championship, Georgia Championship Wrestling, Mid-South Wrestling, or Championship Wrestling from Florida? I'll say Georgia. What wrestler whose nickname was the Hammer held the title four different times? Johnny Valentine, Greg Valentine, Johnny Valiant, or Jimmy Valiant? Greg. Who did Tully Blanchard defeat for his first NWA television championship? Dusty Rose, Ole Anderson, Greg Valentine, or Mark Youngblood. <laughs> Wait, who was that again? I'm sorry. Who did Tully Blanchard defeat for his first NWA television championship? <clears throat> was it Dusty Rhodes, Ole Anderson, Greg Valentine, or Mark Youngblood? I'd say Greg Valentine. Barry Windham defeated Steve Austin for his one and only reign at NWA Television Champion. In what city in Georgia did Barry Windham win the title? Was it Columbus, Atlantis, Perry, or Gainesville? What was those choices again? I'm sorry. Columbus, Atlanta, Perry, or Gainesville? I would say Gainesville. Okay. Disco Inferno held the WCW World Television Championship on two separate occasions. What superstar defeated him for his first of six title reigns? Rick Martel, Arn Anderson, 
Booker T or Shane Douglas? Hey, Booker T. Okay. Who was the first person to win the renamed WCW World Television title? Bobby Eaton, Dusty Rhodes, Arn Anderson, or Tom Zink? Bobby Eaton. What wrestler had the longest amount of days as the NWA television champion? Tully Blanchard, Rick Steiner, Dusty Rhodes, or Arn Anderson? Blanchard. Did you say Blanchard? Tully Blanchard. Okay. Who did Lord Steven Regal defeat for his first ever NWA television championship? Ricky Steamboat, Larry Zabisco, Ric Flair, or the Renegade? Say Sabisco. What two real life brothers won the NWA television title on separate occasions? Booker T and Stevie Ray, Brad and Bart Gunn, Barry and Kendall Wendell, Rick and Scott Steiner. Uh, I'll, I'll take a guess. I'll say Rick and Scott Steiner. Your last and final question. Are you ready? Yes. Who was the last recognized WCW World Television Champion before the title was retired? Chris Benoit, Scott Hall, Jim Duggan, or Rick Steiner? Well, who's that choice again? Those choices? Chris Benoit, Scott Hall, Jim Duggan, Rick Steiner. I would say Benoit. Let's see your score. Oh, boy. Eddie Colo, your score, you scored four out of ten. You go to the finals. Okay. Now, question is, do you and Mike Dalton want to get it on tonight? Do you and Mike Dalton want to get it on tonight? Or do you guys want to wait a week? What do you say, Ed? What do you want to do? Well, it don't matter. Don't matter to me either. I mean, we have time. We got an hour's air time left. So, I mean, I'm asking. You know what? You know what? Let's do it. All right, let's go. You ready to do it? All right, all right, all right. Um, Let's see here. Mike Dalton, you're going to get 10 questions. All right. 
that uh, you agree with it. And your questions are going to be about Mid-Atlantic Wrestling. Okay. Mm. Are you ready? Here we go. What blonde tough guy was known by the nickname The Profile? Rip Hawk, Johnny Valentine, Ray Stevens, or Buddy Rogers? Rip Hawk. What mass duo were managed by J.C. Dykes? The Bolos, the, the Infernos, the Masked Marvels, or the Medics? To say the Medics. What was Johnny Weaver's trademark finishing hold? The Sleeper, the Figure Four Leg Lock, the abdominal stretch or the abdominal stretch or the Indian death lock. I'm going to say the sleeper, also known as the uh, weaver lock. Who was the first mid-Atlantic heavyweight champion? Dory Funk, Rip Hawk, Jerry Briscoe, or the Missouri Mauler? Uh, could you, can you say that again? I'm sorry, I lost concentration for a second. Who was the first Mid-Atlantic heavyweight champion? Dory Funk, Rip Hawk, Jerry Briscoe, or the Missouri Mauler? I'm going to say Dory Funk. <clears throat> Team was known as the Minnesota Wrecking Crew. Aldo Bogney and Bronco Lebeck, George Becker and Johnny Weaver, Rip Hawk and Sweet and Sweet Stan Hansen, or the Anderson Brothers. It's the Anderson Brothers. <clears throat> Manager George Harris was known by what nickname? Pretty Boy, Two Ton, Fat Boy. Or he didn't have a nickname. Uh, I was going to say Pretty Boy. What was the relationship between Johnny Valentine and Greg the Hammer Valentine? <coughs> Were they father and son? Were they uncle and nephew? Were they actually related? Or were they cousins? Cousins. 1975, the Super Destroyer was unmasked by Rufus R. Jones. Wahoo McDaniel and Paul Jones was the Super Destroyers. Killer Kowalski, wait, did that, was that question correct? In 1975, the Super Destroyer yeah. unmasked by Rufus R. Jones. Right. Wahoo McGain and Paul Jones. Who was the Super Destroyer? Was it Killer Kowalski? Don Jardine? Don Jones, yeah, Don Jardine. Yeah. I'm going to say uh, Don Jardine. Don Jardine. Okay. What was Rufus R. Jones' nickname? Caterhead? 
Bonehead, Hophead, or Freight Train? Freight Train. <laughs> Funny other name. All right, your last and final question. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Listen carefully. October 4th, 1975 was a day that struck fear into the hearts of Mid-Atlantic wrestling fans. Ric Flair, Johnny Valentine, and two other wrestlers and a promoter, David Crockett, were involved in a plane crash. What city did the plane crash near? Wilmington, North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina, Greensboro, North Carolina, or Myrtle Beach, South Carolina? I think it was Myrtle Beach. All right. Let's see how you did. Mike Dalton, you scored five out of ten. Eddie Koloff, are you ready? Let's go. Let's see what your subject is going to be. Hmm. There's some good ones here. Some really good ones here. Yeah. All right. All right, Eddie, you're going to have 10 questions, and your subject is going to be history of the NWA heavyweight title. Okay. Are you ready? Ready. Who was recognized as the the first NWA heavyweight champion? Orville Brown, Vern Gagne, Lou Cez, or Buddy Rogers? I'd say uh, Lou Cez. Okay. In which city was the NWA based until 1982? Chicago, New York City, San Francisco, or St. Louis? I'd say St. Louis. Okay. Times did Lou says hold the NWA World Heavyweight title between 1949 and his last match in 1990? Was it twice, four times, six times, or three times? What were the choices again? I'm sorry. Two, four, six, and three. Say four. Okay. The first title reign of Harley Race came between the tenures of which two great champions? Gene Kanitsky and Dory Funk Jr., Lou Says and Gene Kanitsky, Briscoe, Terry Funk, Dory Funk, and Jack Briscoe. I would say Briscoe and Terry Funk. Okay. The 70s saw the advent of the quick swap title change 
won World Class Championship toward Japan. The NWA had an association with All Japan Wrestling Association, which was owned by Giant Baba. How many times did Baba win the NWA World Heavyweight title? Two, four, five, or three? Oh, man. Uh, Take a guess, say two. All right. From 1948 until 1993, when WCW withdrew from NWA and effectively reduced the NWA titles to regional status, only one set of brothers held the NWA World Heavyweight title. Who were they? Jack and Jerry Briscoe, Dorian Terry Funk, Eddie and superstar Billy Graham, David and Kerry Von Erich. Say the Funks. Okay. Ric Flair was stripped of the NWA World Heavyweight title on the 8th of September of 1991. The question is, why? Was it he refused to participate? Storylines. He signed with the WWF. He had a fight with the owner, Ted Turner, he didn't defend the title for over 30 days. Because he signed with the WWF. Okay. Triple WF was a member of the NWA. True or false? What was that question again? WWWF, as in Triple WF, was a member of the NWA. True or false? True. All right. 1972 saw a man who later gained fame as a WWF commentator win the NWA World Heavyweight title only to have it taken away uh, when the champion's father entered the ring after the match and attacked the referee. Who changed the decision to a disqualification? Who was the unlucky wrestler? Lord Alfred Hayes, Jesse Zabadi Ventura, Jerry Lawler, or Gorilla Monsoon? Uh, can you repeat that question again? I'm sorry. All right. In 1972, they okay. saw a man who later gained fame as a WWF commentator. Okay. He won the WA World Heavyweight title only to have it taken away when the champion's father entered the ring after the match and attacked the referee. Who changed the decision to a disqualification? Who was the unlucky wrestler? Lord Alfred Hayes, Jesse the Body Ventura, Jerry Lawler, or Gorilla Monsoon? Gorilla Monsoon. Your last and final question, Eddie, are you ready? Yes, sir. 
after a hiatus, members of the NWA regrouped and held a tournament to decide a new world heavyweight champion on August 27, 1994. Who won the tournament? Terry Funk, Sting, Dan Severin, or Shane Douglas? The franchise, Shane Douglas. All right. Let's see how you did, Eddie. Holy shit. I, I don't know about doing this. It's a tie. Uh-oh. It is a tie. You both scored five out of ten. Whoa. That's wow. That's weird. Five out of ten. That's a Well, shut in dust now. Mm-hmm. Oh um, boy, you guys can continue this tonight, or you can go on next week. What do you want to do? Well, we could do a tiebreaker now. I mean, if Eddie's down with it, why don't we could do it next week? So good with it. It's up with the host with the most. Well, let's do it. Car backfire out the back window. You guys want to do it? Yep. Sounds good. All right, here we go. Let's see here. Uh... Wow. Let's see here. Which subject should we give you guys? Oh, boy. Here we go. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find a good subject, guys. Sorry. All right, do your thing, man. Uh, I'm just trying to make it hard on you guys. I mean, he's both got five yeah. out of ten. Yeah. They all are saying that CM Punk might show up at the Survivor Series. All right. Let's see here. Mm. 
God, James, it's hard for me to, to for both of you to. Huh. All right. Um, I'll bring something a little bit up to date. Um, we'll try this one on Mike. We'll do. This is this is pretty hard, dude. There's a little a lot of mm-hmm. really good subjects. Um uh old T and A questions. Alright. Alright, let's see how smart you are. Let's let's start you off with this one. Let's see how many we got. Alright, you got ten questions. Your subject is going to be Destination X 2007. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Where did Destination X 2007 take place? Panama City, Florida, Miami, Florida, Orlando, or Tampa? Orlando, Florida. Who won the tag team ghetto brawl with manager ma- with manager match? At Destination X 2007, Team 3D with Johnny Rods, the Latin American Exchange with Conan, Tomko and Brother Runt with Alex Shelley, Raven, and Shark Boy with Jackie Data. I'm going to say LAX Conan. Who won the mixed tag team double bull rope match at Destination X 2007? T.D. Williams and Dale Kim, Father Mitchell and SoCal Val, Robert Rude and Miss Brooks, James Storm and Jacqueline. James Storm and Jacqueline. Who won the cross-face chicken wing match Destination X 2007? Ron Killings, Austin Starr, Senshi, or Mr. Backlund? I want to say uh, Austin Starr. Who won the Tag Team Championship match at Destination X? Christy Hemi, the Voodoo Kid Mafia, Hector and Mondo Guerrero with Chavo, Sanjay Dutt, and Andy Douglas. VKM, Voodoo Kid Mafia. Who won the two out of three falls match for the TNA Division X Division Championship? Jerry Lynn, Christopher Daniels, Jay Lethal, or Christopher Saban? I'm going to say Christopher Daniels. Who won the Elevation X match at Destination? Rhino, Eric Young. AJ Styles or Chase Stevens? 
I'm going to have to say AJ Styles. Who won the singles match? The nation. Scott Steiner, Kurt Angle, Kevin Nash, Lance Hoyt. I'm going to have to say uh, Kurt Angle. Who won the last rights match? Abyss, Sting, Alex Skipper, or Norman Smiley? Sting. Your last and final question. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Who won the main event for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship at Destination? Samoa Joe? Maverick Matt? Jeff Jarrett? Or Christian Cage? I want to say Jeff Jarrett. All right, let's submit your answers and see what happens. Rendering, rendering, rendering. Mike Dalton, you averaged on this one seven out of, no, six out of ten. Wow, seven last time. Not bad. Well, hmm. Are you ready for your quiz? Let's go. Yours, questions about the NWA United States title. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. Many fathers and sons have held the NWA United States Heavyweight Championship. But who were the first? Johnny and Greg Valentine, Rick and David Flair, Blackjack Mulligan and Barry Windham, Dusty and Dustin Rhodes. Who are those choices again? I'm sorry. Johnny and Greg Valentine, Rick and David Flair, Blackjack Mulligan and Barry Windham, Dusty and Dustin. I'd say Dusty and Dustin. Wahoo McDaniel held the NWA United States Heavyweight Championship five times in his career. Who did he defeat oh, to begin as champion? Roddy Piper, Ricky Steamboat, Sergeant Slaughter, or Ric Flair? Uh, say Ric Flair. Greg Valentine defeated Roddy Piper on November 24, 1983 for the United States Championship. What type of match did they have? An I Quit match, a dog collar match, steel cage, or lumberjack? I think it was a dog collar match. Nikita Koloff was the reigning United States champion September of 1986. Who did he defeat to unify the NWA National and United States Heavyweight Championships? Magnum TA, Lex Luger, Tully Blanchett, or Wahoo McDaniel? What were those choices? Magnum, Luger, Blanchard, Wahoo McDaniel. I think it was Luger. 
Okay. Starcade has always had great matches for the NWA United States title. Who did Tully Blanchard wrestle in an I Quit Steel Cage match? Dusty Rhodes, Magnum TA, Ric Flair, or Wahoo McDaniel? Who's Magnum? Magnum TA. Okay. In 1988, Barry Windham turned heel and joined the Four Horsemen. He turned on his longtime friend Lex Luger. Who did Barry Windham defeat in the tournament final to win the NWA United States Championship? Dusty, Lex, Dustin, or Nikita? In 1988? Yep. Uh. I'll take a guess. I'll, I'm going to say my uncle Nikita. All right. <clears throat> Lance Storm held the title on three different occasions. What did he rename the title during his reign? The Canadian heavyweight title, the North American heavyweight title, the non-United States title, or the Sashikawayan Hardcore International title. Say Canadian. Who was the last recognized United States champion before the WCW was purchased by Vince McMahon? Dusty, Booker T, Chris Benoit, or Rick Steiner? I think it was Benoit. Rick Rude held the United States Championship one time. Who did he defeat for that title? Sting, Barry Windham, the Ultimate Warrior, or Ricky Steamboat? You repeat them choices. I'm sorry, one more time. Sting, Barry Windham, the Ultimate Warrior, or Ricky Steamboat? What's his sting? Your last question. Are you ready? Yes. Kerry Funk held the United States Heavyweight Championship on two occasions. What is unique in regards to his title reigns? Kerry was awarded the title both times in a tournament final. Terry defeated his brother's Dory for both the title reigns. Terry's title reigns were 25 years apart, or Terry defeated Ric Flair and his son David for both title reigns. Terry's awarded. Take a guess. I don't know. All right. Let's see how you did. Well, you guys ready to find out who won? 
Oh, boy. Well, there we go. You guys ready to find out who won? Yep, it has to be Eddie. I'm going with Eddie. You're going to go with Eddie? Yeah, I'm going with Eddie. The winner of the first ever Big Jim Pro Wrestling Trivia Tournament, Mr. Hollywood, Mike Dalton. Eddie, you scored what? five out of ten. Dalton is the trivia champion. You get sick Hollywood up his damn How many? How many did I get right, John? You got five out of ten. Okay. Mike Dalton, how do you feel about that? Oh, he must be speechless. Hollywood's going down now. Oh, it's probably past his bedtime. I mean, he is getting old. Yeah. Well, you know what's going to happen now that he won, right? He'll take yeah, one of the fans. He, yeah, he, he, he's going to need the first fan that calls in and do the trivia. Exactly. I didn't understand a goddamn thing you just said. Never mind. Won't he? Won't he take on a fan? Whoever, whoever the top fan is. No, he can. He can. That that title can be defended at any time. You know what this means? I don't like Dalton one, right? Hey, yeah. everybody! We're all gonna get late. <laughs> Get fucking laid. That's what I just said. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get laid! And, and, and you're gonna have Rufus singing. Yeah. I don't even know how Rufus feels about this, so let me ask him. Rufus, how do you feel about Mike Dalton being the trivia champion? Ooh. There you go. Mike Dalton, and I tell you what, speechless? yeah, go all the day, go down, look at my Facebook. I bet you Mike Dalton put it on. Oh, man, I, I said, bet... I said, Rupert is still online. You know, I text him and all, see if he wants to uh, come join us, but no answer. You have, you have Rufus's number? I got Rufus on Facebook. Oh, dear, he ain't going to answer. I don't think he even no. uses that anymore. He was he was on the other day, but he never answered me. Maybe if we play maybe if we play his intro. ATG Records. Yeah. Oh, I guess he's not going to answer. No. He probably won't answer for a long time. I don't know what the hell Mike Dalton's doing. He's probably busy in the corner, you know, doing doing that uh, crazy stuff. Trying to make it square out. He muted his phone because he's probably crying. Yeah, that's a big crybaby. Big cry, baby. Uh, Mike Dalton, are you crying right now? 
Jeez, not even answering. I'm right here. I'm, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna I'm right in, here, I'm yeah. Gonna I'm going to hack into Mike Dalton's phone. He probably is probably <laughs> Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> Yo. 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 What? Yo, Ace. What? Over here, Chico. I'm right here. Thank you. Well, congratulations for being one of the competitors. You're a very knowledgeable man, very knowledgeable man in this business. You're a great manager and a very intelligent one. So it's an honor to go against you. Thank you. You too. Just remember, you every week. Just make sure to speak that down, whoever that Gabroni is, when you go against that person. I will. Whoever calls in and challenges you for that title, you have to say yes. I ain't got no problem, I skirt. Even if it's an impromptu match. That's fine by me. I think impromptu is my little name. I think you're going to have, have some haters. Well, what do we got over here? A cup of haze? A cup of haze? My next competitor ain't soft because if he is, I'm going to uh, have at it like a bunch of vultures on a turkey bone. So, uh, Eddie, Eddie said since you won. Hey, everybody, we're all going to get laid. <laughs> is that true? Is that true? Yeah, why not? Hey, sounds good. Hey, hey. Eddie Kowalp, I believe, has connections. He's got power just like I do, just like you do. Rap Boy, I don't know what he's got. Hey, Probably man, got he, some he trans- STDs over there, but I don't want to know. You know what I got? You want me to tell you what I got? Chlamydia? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what, what I got. Clap? What you got? Crabs? What? No. I got the whole world. Okay, enough. Okay, Bray Wyatt, Mark. All right. There we go. That's what I got. John, is there anything else going on? There's not a lot going on in the wrestling world. No, I thought that was a pretty good, uh, that first round between you and Eddie, I thought it was pretty good. You guys tied it up. Yeah. Then we had to go to the overtime. Definitely a good match. And, and, hey, you know what? Last week when you guys faced each other, Eddie was two questions behind you. This week he yeah. was two questions behind. That's not yeah. that's not bad. No, it ain't. It ain't. It ain't. Well, I'm so, yeah, he was two behind you. He got five and you got seven. Yeah, so he was two questions yeah. behind you. I wish. I thought it was a pretty. I, I wish. It was a pretty good matchup. Yeah. Me, I enjoyed. I enjoyed uh, Rap Boy calling me all week. And trying to bribe me to find out who his opponent was going to be. Look, I'll 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 cash app you, Venmo, and I'll give you my EBT card. <laughs> I was like, whoa, bro! I said, I don't take food stamps. <laughs> you know, what the hell's wrong with you? Oh my god, that's too hilarious. Then I said, to, 
I said, Thanksgiving's coming. Just give me your fucking turkey. He said, well, then yeah, what about we me? Got, yeah, like, we got a big party here tomorrow. I was like, fucking A big stars. Thanksgiving party. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. We're going to be scheduled something for next week. Just, John. What? Just to change yeah. the subject, has anyone seen any like good shoot interviews lately? I saw one just recently. What do you got, Ed? One with uh, Axe Believe me, from uh, Demolition. Oh, very, yeah. uh, very candid, yep. very candid interview. He uh, just briefly, I'll just say, he talked about the reason why, uh, one of the reasons why Crush came into Demolition. Uh, he had he had heart issues. From all his mm. tours in Japan, from eating uh, shellfish, from all the iodine, mm. and um, he had a very bad heart attack, and uh, he flatlined. He was clinically dead wow. for a couple of minutes. He had to be revived back to life. And he talked about yeah. having an outer body, outer body experience. Mm. Anyone, mm. I recommend it. if anyone hasn't seen that, they should uh, check it out. I was just talking to I was just talking Damn. to Eddie on, on our cell phones earlier and I said, Hey man, I was just scrolling through YouTube, man, just scrolling to see what's going on. And I ran into an really old piece of footage. It was uh Dr. D. David Shilton actually uh, quite a few other legit pro wrestlers that believe in K Fabe and you know, don't run your mouth, don't do this. Uh the Morton Downey Jr. show. Oh, God. Remember that very well. Yep. Like I said, Dr. D, someone I have a whole lot of respect for, someone that stood up for the business and was just thrown under a bus for doing it. And now, finally, he's getting his his accolades. They need to induct a lot of these old-timers. That's what they need to do. Yes, Yes, they do. But the Hall of Fame... The Hall of Fame is just a shit show. That's all it is. Yeah, it's all work, but we can we, we could I guess save that for another for another uh, show. But one quick one, uh, another shoot interview is worth checking out. Sid Vicious did one recently too, and he talked about when uh, Ron Harris from the Bruce Brothers he beat the shit out of uh, Shawn Michaels for Shawn running his mouth and disrespecting. Yep. yep. Ron, Ron choked him out and smacked the shit out of him. Yeah, Sean, Sean, he said Sean at times would like to run his mouth and try to uh, politic and throw his throw his weight around, and well, he did it to the wrong guy. Yeah, that's 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 one that's worth uh, watching too. If you check it out on YouTube. He's got some really good shooting interviews, right? Raven is very smart, and he could talk about the logistics of the business, like verbatim. You know, check out some of his interviews. Like, highly impressive shoot interviews with Raven. Uh, you know, I think it was the craziest uh, shoot interview I ever saw when Teddy Hart tried beating up uh, what's his name uh, Hannibal, and then uh, Renee Dupree had to break it up. That was good. And he's like, oh, what are you doing? You're shooting on me? You're shooting on me? You're shooting on me? This is like, give me one autograph picture? And I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. One of the craziest so shoot interviews I've ever seen was and, between. 
in our wrestling world, they uh, all these guys they do all these interviews and then th- their names get pushed, and then uh, you find out you got a bunch of fucking uh, what do you want to call them? Uh, you want to call them sexual predators? Some of these guys sleeping mm-hmm. with fucking girls that are, you know, they're all I mean, some of the no, it's not haters, dude. It's sleeping with underage girls, and they get caught. Jimmy Havoc is an extreme example of that. Jimmy Havoc got caught, and now he's out of business. Him and Marty Skrull. Yep. John, one of the craziest yep. shoot interviews I've ever seen, If you, it's worth watching, is between, it was three of them, Honky Tonk Man, New Jack, and the Iron Sheik. Craziest shoot interview, one of the funniest and craziest oh, I've ever seen. Yeah, I remember that one. There's I guess, a, if anyone hasn't crazy, seen that yet, that that's mm-hmm. worth watching. There's a crazy interview. If anybody goes and checks it out, it's uh it's part of Top Rope. It's on our YouTube channel, uh, Top Rope TV. It's where our boy uh, Fence Man, Alan Fencer Maker, he was in the middle of uh, interviewing Abdullah the Butcher. And all of a sudden, all these other legends started stepping into the camera and sharing stories. So, I mean, you had, like I said, you had Abdullah the Butcher. And then out of nowhere, James J. Dillon steps in. You know, and then all these other guys are stepping in. Everybody's starting to share stories surrounding Abdullah. Go get, everybody go check it out on our YouTube channel, Top Rope TV. Yeah. There's a, a lot of yeah. stuff on there, too. There's interviews with Molly Holly. Abdul the Butcher, James J. Dillon, the Raging, Raging Bull, Bull, Maddie Fernandez. Tony you know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of great we have on there, and there's a lot of uh, interesting wrestling events yeah. that we recorded and released, uh, all part of the indie circuit. Alan, Alan, Alan Fencer Maker, he's the man. Yeah. Go get that uh, he, he He's always sending me um, thoughts. Uh, uh, like every day, you know, he's sporting it on my messenger. Alan also Ooh. did an interview with Gene Schnitzky too. That was a good interview. Yeah, he did. Well, I, I heard, I heard that he's moving, he's moving to uh, Florida soon. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. We'll see. It's a possibility. Um, well, right now I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Um, on Top Rope Radio here on the VOC Nation. And, uh, John, John, can I say one thing? Yeah. Hurry up. Tomorrow, tomorrow night on the show show, Thursday night, we'll be on and we'll be talking about the old classic Survivor Series matches. Tomorrow night. At 9 o'clock. People are going to be busy. Everybody's going to be with their families. Maybe. Who the hell knows? Yeah. But, and I'll be with mine. WCW Retro. Um, right here on VOC, 9 p.m. Eastern. Same number. Uh, but uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. And uh, whoever this Roxy chick is for being Johnny Logan's number one fan. Mm-hmm. And then... She might call me next week. We want to thank... Uh, the VOC for allowing us to come on here and bring back craziness to the show, to the nation. So uh, mm-hmm. 
With that said, congratulations, Mike Dalton, on becoming the first ever Big Jim Wrestling Memorial Tournament, a trivia tournament. And um, just remember, man, hopefully you'll be able to hold it as long as Big Jim did. He was the longest reigner. He held it for over a year. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Him and Frank used to go. Frank was the first one to ever defeat him. You better hope Frank stay. You don't call in one day. Mm-hmm. But um, oh. I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Thanks for the VOC Nation for having us back. And um, yep. hey, you know, uh, we're going to be scheduling another podcast for this week coming up. I'll be releasing the information and uh, hopefully you guys will tune in. Maybe listen to the archives from tonight. So until yep. then, Thanksgiving. And as we always say here, keep your wrestling in a headlock. Total package, Lex Luger, you're listening to the VOC Nation, don't miss out. VOC Nation's own Stro Maestro suffered a major medical and financial catastrophe this year from the VOC Nation family. To all of you, please continue to pray for Stro Maestro for his continued recovery. You can also donate to his cause, paypal.me slash The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you are ready there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then we uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stein to the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, yeah, you get get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts, and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. 
VOC Nation hosts include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Frisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Uh, Bruno was an early champion. Yeah. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. Please go after, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it was uh, uh, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a Does loss. Have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is this: that the rules, as I always understood them, was that you, the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was. To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com/vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation.